Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? I'm Sarah Stark, in for Aaron Allen, and this is The Rundown. As a producer for this show, I get to talk to amazing Chicagoans and see new parts of the city every day. But nothing has given me kid-in-a-candy store energy quite like walking into the Romova Theater earlier this week. It was a sunny day on the south side, so there was natural light coming through the windows on the front of the building, including a circle of stained glass with a sort of shield or crest in the middle. Uh, It was over 100 years old, or coming up on 100 years uh, so we had to have that restored, and we did. Um, but we had no idea it was there. It was behind layers of plywood. That's Emily Nevis. She and her husband, Tyler Nevis, are the founders of this iteration of the Romova Theater. And that stained glass, it's an interesting detail, but it's also a necessity. You see, the Romova isn't just a cool new concert venue. It's also a historical landmark. Uh, The balcony above us is completely brand new construction. Mm. Um, We worked with the National Parks Department to get permission to do that so that we could allow more people in the venue. And another fun thing to note, until 40 years ago, it was a functional movie theater. They even have the original lighting board in what used to be a projection room. Some of these even still move. Doesn't this look like something out of a cartoon? These huge levers. Tyler and Emily have three daughters, and they talk about the Romova like it's their fourth child, which makes sense. It's been in their life for about as long as their youngest kid has. The Nevises are the lead investors in rehabbing the theater, and they're joined by some big names. I'm talking Chance the Rapper, Jennifer Hudson, and Quincy Jones. Emily and Tyler think a lot about how to engage with artists and the surrounding community in Bridgeport, where the theater sits. You had Save Romova, a great grassroots effort. You know, I don't think they knew exactly what they wanted to do with it. They just knew it couldn't go away. There's clearly thought and care behind every inch of this project. And have I mentioned that in addition to the theater itself, there's an on-site brewery, a tap room, and a diner? Yeah, we'll get there. Tyler and Emily talked more about all of this with my co-producer, Justin Bull. Welcome to The Rundown. Hey, Thank you so much. So first off, uh, I hear you celebrated your 20th wedding anniversary last month. First, congratulations um, Thanks. Uh, to both of you. But, but also, in those 20 years, when did Romova first come into the picture? We started talking about it in 2017. We had friends over and started talking about what we would do with our lives if we just pursued our passions. And that really led to a discussion about what our favorite things in life were. And for us, it was craft beer and live music. (laughs) So we started talking about how we could combine those and make it profitable. And Tyler came up with this idea to have beer brewed on site and then combine that with live music, which we've always been passionate about. Those friends went to visit uh, Kevin Hickey at the Duck Inn, and they knew him from working with him in the past. He heard this idea that we were toying around with uh, when they asked him if he knew of any projects, any, any available land on the South Side, any vacant properties, any theaters. He said, you've got to get in my car. Get in my car right now. I'm going to take you. You have to see Remova Theater. I'm not sure their plates were even cleared before he had them in his car on the way down (laughs) Halstead from the duck in. Uh, And he showed them and they called us from Hickey's car and said, 
I, we think we've found the right place. We weren't even actively looking at properties at that point because the idea was still so fresh. So to have Romova just kind of thrown at us like that was really serendipitous. And uh, from then it was this process of working with the alderman at the time, Patrick Thompson, who saw what what we were trying to do and, and believed in what we were capable of. Uh, so that was really how the whole process got started was fall of 2017. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, Tyler, for anyone who doesn't know, can you tell me the history of Romova? Yeah, sure. So Romova was opened in 1929 as a 1,500-person uh, movie theater, movie house, uh, which was really popular in that era. Sister theater of the Music Box uh, up north, uh, as a yeah. lot of people know, which means similar architects, uh, probably design team, those types of things. Uh, and was really popular, the cornerstone of the neighborhood up until 1985. Uh, and, and to be clear, I think during that time, it ebbed and flowed and evolved. And I think by the end, it was sort of a second or third run movie spot where a lot of neighborhood families seemed to drop their kids off for the day uh, from mm -hmm. the stories we've heard. Um, but it, it closed in 85. Uh, and that was right when they, I think the last movie they played was Police Academy 2. Uh, so closed in 85 and then really sat for almost 20 years uh, under private ownership, but with no investment and obviously no economic activity. Mm -hmm. uh, that got us to the early aughts when the city came in, bought it from the ownership and really just locked it down. Uh, they did invest thanks to local support. There's been a tremendous amount of local support uh, in uh, placing some of the, the roofing, uh, some of the uh, irrigation or just, you know, uh, water treatment and things like that um, to make sure it stayed up where it could stand. And um, that really got us to when we purchased it in 2021. Yeah. How does the new space uh, either honor or commemorate that history, if at all? Sure. There, there are three components. Remova Theater is very close to the original, aside from the fact that it's obviously a live music venue. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know so there are some folks that are, are frustrated by that, but I think a lot of people are really supportive. Um, the plaster work, the windows, the ornamental features are all very much uh, in line with how this place would have looked in probably the 60s or 70s. And, and yeah, a lot of people have come and said, oh, this reminds me of what it used to look like. The paint might be slightly different. You know, again, we've got a stage up there and some other things and the seats are out, but they they see it and it's, it's really, really similar. Uh, Remova Grill uh, is one of the other three components. It's the second. And I would say we paid homage to what the grill was uh, with the, the stools that we put in, with the countertops that people can sit at. It's only a 16 seat space. The third component is the tap room and I would say the loft upstairs, uh, that's definitely a more modern aesthetic. Mm -hmm. But each of them were very purposeful. Our architects and, uh, you know, O'Reilly office by Dan O'Reilly spent a lot of time on that during COVID to make it as beautiful as it is. And, and our partners at Bomb Revision did a phenomenal job, uh, I guess, navigate the process to, to bring it back in a historical and official way. I'm wondering if you could sort of paint a picture for me. When you first took over the space back in 2021, what was it like to walk into it? 
the first thing that I think anyone noticed walking into this space in 2021 was the silt <laughs> and dust that was on the ground. It felt like walking on a beach because there was wow. so much deteriorated plaster that had fallen off of the walls and it was just crumbled chunks of ceiling and walls. It absolutely felt like walking on a beach. It felt like walking on sand. Um, there were entire walls missing, entire pieces. These are very large two-story walls yeah. that were just completely washed away by the elements during the time that it wasn't cared for. Mm. Um, very few pieces of the plaster work and the original moldings actually existed. We were able to replicate those um, by piecing everything together. Fortunately, it's a symmetrical uh, design. And so we were able to pierce, piece everything together and recreate what was originally there from things that I had never even seen before. The first time we walked in and saw a finished entryway into, from the lobby into the theater, it brought tears to my eyes. It was incredible to see that actually complete in a way that I had never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. So now several years later, how, how do you feel when you, when you walk in now? It, in many ways, it feels surreal. Uh, it took so long to get it to this point that the slow progression uh, gives it a different, gives me a different way of looking at it. But it's really in, exciting. It's really invigorating. Um, I'm just so grateful that we're able to preserve all of those historical details. Uh, that that is a dream come true for me. Is there any? way either of you could like try to quantify how much work uh has gone into this project no the amount of people the amount of time the amount of stress uh the amount of financial resources the amount of commitment it's far 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 beyond i think anything emily and i ever imagined but i think it also helps to give an idea of how much help we've gotten and how many people care about this but it's, mm -hmm. it's been so, so difficult, Yeah. Uh, but it's, but it's also going to be very fulfilling, you know, at some point, which you know, is what keeps us going. As yeah. one of our staff members said, it took many years, tears and beers to get this accomplished. <laughs> yeah. That's a winning formula, I suppose. <laughs> um, Tyler, I hear you have a tattoo inspired by the Remova. Can you tell me the story oh, there? Geez. Get in the dirt. Yeah. So, I mean, sort of as an extension of this is the uh, window. Yeah. That, uh, you know, the ornamental window when you come in. Um, and so on your arm there, you just showed us the. Uh, it's, it's on my forearm right there. And that's uh, just, it's the window as you walk into the lobby. Um M and I, when we did this, one of the big things that we wanted to focus on was creating something that's exciting and impactful with the community. Mm -hmm. It was a big part of that vision she, that she talked about. When we're like, what, what would we like to do? How we like to do it? We knew that we had to do this with the community. Uh, and my team, our team gives us a hard time because I say community and family so much, but it's the only way you get through things like this. Um, getting back to the tattoo, when we finally purchased the property and took down the plywood that had covered these windows for probably over a decade, we found that image, that shield, and the shield's made up of a bunch of different uh, shapes, a bunch of different colors, you know, all these very different types of things coming together, coming together to form 
uh, something of strength or, or protection. Yeah, it's and, almost like a circular stained glass window looking. Uh, that's right. Tattoo. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Um, so that, that just it, 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 I almost cried when I saw it because it was a great um, symbol that represented what we were trying to accomplish. So after six years, this thing leaves a mark in you one way or the other. So we figured I'd make it official and get a tattoo as well. You two are the, the lead investors in the project, uh, but you've, as you mentioned, you've also worked with a group of investors, including there's some big names in there too, Chance the Rapper, Jennifer Hudson, Quincy Jones, and they've all been pretty involved. I'm, I'm just wondering what it's been like to work with them and and all your other investors. Well, I, I, w- I mean, I would say all of our investors are equally as important as each other. Um, because they all represent people that went out on a limb right after COVID and committed real dollars to um, to make this happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's all neat because all of those investors, including Emily and myself, were the largest, are all invested in the same pot with the same rules and um, the same guidelines. There's no separate groups or anything like that. We wanted to do this as one, you know, organization we all own the property together we all own the land together or excuse me the property together and the businesses together uh it's it's one equal group mm-hmm. um and they've all been fantastic from you know feedback from inspiration from you know tactical support uh, as we've tried to get this thing up and running it's been helpful and yes Chin- chance and quincy and jennifer have just been the coolest groups to work with far surpassing anything we could have ever expected uh and they're very very active in in how they've helped us uh, make this thing happen yeah that's great um you know you've mentioned beer i want to talk about beer for a minute you're partnering with other half brewing to brew on site um and serve it in the tap room next to the theater emily can you speak to that is what are you hoping for with that partnership one of the things we've always loved about Other Half is the great way that they've managed to build community. And we're really hoping that that will be the same here, uh, where we can build a community around the beer. We'll have it on site for consumption in the theater, in the tap room. Uh, we're really excited to be able to offer that. Um, we've got a beer garden opening up this spring, which will be another great celebration. Um, we just love so many things about the Other Half ethos and uh, the way they represent the other half of the beer industry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been really important to us. We want this to be something that is accessible to everyone. In Brooklyn, I had a really great friend who called me up one day and she said, you know how I don't like beer? I just went to this brewery and I liked three beers that they yeah. had on tap. I can't believe I had to call you right away. And turns out she was coming out of the other half tap room. And oh, I said, yeah. that's who we're partnering with. We're, I'm so excited that when you come to our venue in Chicago, you'll be able to get beer that you actually enjoy there. Oh, I love that. You're speaking a lot about community here, and I really want to talk about Bridgeport. You both live walking distance from the theater now, so you're, you're living mm-hmm. there in the community. Can, can you just tell me about the role you want the space to play in the, in the Bridgeport area? We would love the venue to be a place where people can come together under one roof and meet their neighbors who maybe live down the street from them, but mm-hmm. they've never shared a beer together and never even interacted. Um, a lot of times we look at people and if they don't look a lot like us, it's easy to just walk past them. Uh, 
And Bridgeport is one of those communities today where there is a lot of diversity. And I think having an opportunity to draw people in from groups who wouldn't normally interact uh, and give them an opportunity to share an experience together, we're hoping that that creates a new connection within our community, uh, many new connections in our community so that we can focus on realizing all the things that we do have in common and all the things that we do share, those values are shared. Um, and we're, we're hoping that that will really build a deeper sense of appreciation for each other. That was Emily and Tyler Nevis in conversation with Rundown producer Justin Bull. Tyler and Emily are the founders of the Remova Theater. For more info and to check out upcoming events, head to RomovaChicago.com. And that's it for today. Justin Bull and I produce The Rundown, and Ariel Van Cleve edits the show. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is part of the NPR Network. If you love the show, please rate and review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. I'm Sarah Stark. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you on Monday.